I'm back. <laughs> so what's going on, everybody? This is Quad D20, Nathan Flannery, uh, back with another episode of Dimension 119. Um, I've got a kind of topic, topic, excuse me, I've got a topic that's probably going to be pretty short today because I am no expert in what is going on um, in the stock market today, but I'd like to talk about it because it's affecting me and I'd like to kind of mention just come some of some of my kind of thoughts on it and some of my questions about it. Uh, and then we're probably it's going to be kind of a mashup episode unless I get off on stock forever. But um, this is going to if plan goes the way that I have it planned, um, we're going to have a mashup episode and we'll jump into uh, another topic down the road. We're going to jump into I'm going to give a few thoughts on. Uh, Naruto, so a little anime talk. Um, I've kind of, I've just recently finished the uh, first series, uh, and we'll get into all that in a minute. Uh, let's talk about the stocks right now. Um, the big stock in the spotlight right now is GameStop, and from what I understand, um, a Reddit user found a hedge fund that was, I guess, what they call shorting it. From what I understand, where you buy it you borrow a stock from a company um, and you sell it make that money and the intention to buy it back when that when that stocks low and give the stock back to the company and you know make a profit off of it so let's start there I think that that is if that if I if my like I said I am no expert in this at all Uh, just recently uh, maybe six months ago I think it was in June that I recently started trading, and, and I'm doing it on my own. I'm doing it through Robinhood, so you know it, it's not like I'm a, a financial professional or have a financial professional helping me. I'm kind of doing it on my own, learning the ins and outs on my own. And I'm only trading at the moment. I'm only trading in very small stocks. Like I, I traded some stock I think two weeks ago, one of my shares and something, and made like five bucks. So it's I don't it's not like I have a huge investment. It's not like I'm you know have a fortune poured into this or anything like that. I've not been doing it for a while. Just put that out out there first because this is kind of just my opinion and my observations on what's going on based on how I understand it. So I think I would like if if you if you would like a better understanding of what I was just talking about with the um, what they call short shorting or short trading then. Go ahead and, and Google it real quick and and uh, and see what see what you come up with because, like I said, from my understanding, it is borrowing a stock. Okay, so a company owns a stock. A finance company owns a stock in another company, and you ask to borrow it because it's you know selling a, a decent amount right now. You borrow that from that finance company um, with the intention to sell it at that price. Make you know. You sell it at ten dollars, you make a full ten dollars essentially. But you got to buy that stock back and give it back to that company. So you want to sell it, you know, when it's low, so that you make another profit again. That's my understanding. Now, it may not be exactly that. May not be. For all I know, it could be not that at all. But from what I've read and what I've heard today, that's my understanding of what what shorting or short trading is. So. Based on that, based on my understanding in that way, I think that is very shady and shysty. Now, 
maybe that's a normal thing. I, I know Wall Street's a bit shady in, in general, but you know, maybe that's a normal thing, and that's just because it's a normal thing doesn't necessarily make it right. It, it sounds quite shady to me. Um, just and I don't know why. I can't necessarily put my finger on it. It just feels shady, and I guess it's because you're making money without spending money and that you know I guess there's certain things you can do that on but in in my mind I feel like you you need to be invested in something if you're gonna make money off of it but that's neither here nor there because I I guess technically you're invested in other stocks in that finance company if they're letting you borrow those stocks so we'll put that to to the side I I don't have a clear reasoning why it feels shady and shysty to me but it does it just seems seems to me as if it's kind of a backdoor way to make some money off of those stocks and it's like I said maybe it's normal and that and because I'm not doing things through a finance company I I don't understand it you know and that's fine you know if if somebody has a better understanding of it can explain it to me and and make it make enough sense to where it seems legit then then great that I would much appreciate it just as of my understanding right now seems kind of shady Um, however on the back end of it, so from what I understand with the whole GameStop thing, which is the GameStop is what's in the forefront of the news right now. It's affected it's affected a couple of other stocks, several other stocks from what I can see, but I'll get into where I'm invested in and where it's affected me in a minute. But from what I understand, some Reddit user somewhere found um, a hedge fund that was shorting stock that was buying stock at super low prices or, you know, buying, borrowing stock when it's up and selling it and then selling, you know, selling it when it's up and buying it back when it's short and and making some money that way. So they're sitting on this stock, I guess, waiting for it to go. I don't know if they're waiting for it to go up so they can sell it or they're waiting for it to go down so they can, you know, buy back when it's super, super low. I guess they'd have to be waiting for it to go down more when it's super, super low um, so that they can make a good profit. But I guess a Reddit user got a, got a wind of this, of this specific hedge fund. Excuse me. <coughs> so they decided to post it on Reddit and get a bunch of people involved and buy up a bunch of GameStop stock and, and drive the price drive the price way up. Uh, I'm not sure... The per- I can't remember the percentage that it rose. I know the stock that I'm invested invested in that this has affected me through is the AMC stock, and I know the AMC rose like 300 point something percent yesterday. Um, so GameStop sh- stock shot up, um, and this company was have this hedge fund was having to you know, they have to buy it back because they have to you know return what basically the stocks they borrowed from what I'm understanding with this short with the short you know shorting of the stock they had to return these stocks to whatever company or person they borrowed it from to sell it that high so as far as I know they're now declaring bankruptcy this hedge fund because the stocks got shot way up and they had to sell it at a super high price because somebody on Reddit posted it and everyone decided to to follow them and buy a bunch of GameStop stock. So now we're talking about that side of it, of getting a bunch of people together to buy 
stock at a really low price and driving it up. So on one hand, that doesn't feel right to me because I feel like that can be turned, you know, so Robinhood froze, I say froze, that seems like the best word to me. They froze some of the stock. You can still sell it, I guess, or trade it, but you can't buy more. So yesterday, let's use AMC as an example because I know more about it because that's what affects me. So yesterday, two weeks ago, I sold some stock and I bought, you know, made a few, made, I think I made like five bucks profit. Um, I bought, well, I sold one stock and I think I made like five bucks profit on it. Um, it wasn't a t- huge stock. I think it was like at f- like 15 bucks or something like that. It, it had to be more than that because I ended up buying some AMC stock. I think I bought six shares. I guess it was like 15 bucks or so or may have been less than that because I bought six shares of AMC stock at like a dollar or something or two dollars and some change or something like that and I had no idea that was two weeks ago I don't know when all this stuff with GameStop and this whole hedge fund thing started and and this redditor trying to get people to drive these stocks up and blah 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 I have I haven't seen the actual post or anything like that I don't know when it all started I I just had a good feeling about AMC. I'd actually been looking in, to invest in some kind of entertainment slash theater company myself anyways because I have a feeling that I think two things are going to happen. One, when this COVID stuff gets a little more under control and theater stuff starts coming back into play, well, I think when this COVID stuff comes under more under control that two things are going to happen with theaters and and entertainment and stuff like that. Either the theaters are going to shoot back up and skyrocket because people are wanting to go back to that to get a move get, to get that movie experience or they're going to completely fall flat on their face and just be gone and have to and I don't think that I don't think that big screen movies are gone from our future even if the theater industry crashes and and goes away I think it'll be very quickly picked back up and replaced with some other iteration of it if if it comes to that I'm I'm more of the of the opinion that it won't completely disappear it you know it's very sparse right now and you know it may take a while to fully come back into fruition but I don't think that it's gonna I'm more of the opinion that it won't completely disappear if it does disappear, I'm of the opinion that it's going to be very quickly replaced with something else because people are going to crave that uh, quote-unquote theater experience. People, you're not going to, people aren't going to, some people, I guess I should say some people, and I, I'm one of those people that enjoys going to the movies every so often. I don't go, I don't go super often, but I, I don't go as much as I want to because of the price of it, but I don't think that everyone's going to be willing to let that big theater, that big screen movie experience go away. I think there's going to have to be something that replaces that because, I mean, for one, that's how that's how um, these movie companies that release these movies, these big, huge blockbuster movies, make make a big chunk of their money. So I think that they're. I think that they will, um, I think that 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 industry will either 
skyrocket, like I said, or it will fall flat and, and disappear and be replaced with something else. I'm, I'm more for the skyrocketing aspect of it. It's what I think will happen because there's, I think there's a good structure there already. You know, even if the prices are, are high right now, I think that the, the I think that the structure is good with the theater dynamic, in my opinion. Um, I know the last few times that I've been to the movies, of course, I've gone and seen movies that I really wanted to see. So it was, it was a fantastic experience for me. Uh, but that's, that's just kind of setting the groundwork for why I bought AMC stock. And that's why I bought AMC stock. And I bought, I think 6.31974, whatever, 3.6.3 something um, shares in it just because that's what I had you know, that's what I could buy with the amount that I had in my Robinhood account. Because like I said, I'm like, I just started investing like six months ago. You know, I got like one free stock when I signed up with a friend's code and I got, I got a, like a th two, three, four dollar stock, something like that. And then I bought one share in another, one share in two other companies for, you know, two or three bucks. So I, I'm not heavily invested in it. You know, I've got like eight or ten dollars invested in it really um, so when I sold this stock and made a little profit I turned right back around instead of pulling out the five dollars that I made I turned right back around and invested all that in the AMC stock and like I said it was like a dollar or two you know some change something like that when I invested I had did not expect at all for much or any rise in it in the near future I, you know, I'm thinking it's going to be a couple months. I'm planning on basically planning on either sitting on it for several months or adding to it, you know, over the next several months just to see what happens. So yesterday, cut to yesterday, I'm at work and my phone goes off and I, sometimes I have time to check it. Sometimes I don't. I had time to check it yesterday. So I pull my phone out and normally I get, I don't pay much attention to, I, I mean, I look at them, but it's not a big deal normally when I get a Robinhood notification because like I said, the stocks that I have are, are so small right now that, you know, it's like, oh, this, this stock has risen 1% instead of being at, you know, $3, it's at $3.50, you know, it's not 1%, but you know, you get my point. It's a very minimal rise. So, you know, I still watch it, but I'm not, I don't normally check my phone when it goes off and see that and be like, oh, I need, to, I need to open this up right now. I'm not looking for a get-rich-quick scheme. I am looking to make some money from this eventually and just slowly build it, but hence the reason why I invested in something so small, you know, and in the hopes of making a couple dollars here and a couple dollars here and reinvesting it and raising it up. So yesterday I get this notification um, and it says that my, it says that AMC has pretty much shot through the roof it's raised it's went up 300 percent and i'm like holy crap uh, this is you know I, th I think my profit for that day when right before the market opened was when i got the notification and initially i thought the market had already opened and so i was excited and i got ready to trade it and i think the initial increase on my 6.3 shares that I could do was like I think it was like a hundred dollars and some change or hundred and ten dollars or something like that um, the stock was the stock was 20 
$20 and some change uh, a piece. Uh, so that was their high. So I was super excited. Tried to sell them right away. Realized that um, the market wasn't open and the, the stock was still fluctuating. It was going up a, you know, a few cents and then going back down a few cents. And then it would go down a dollar and then it would go back up. So I decided to um, hold off on trading those stocks till the market opened just to make sure because I didn't know what was going to happen. I've seen I've seen AMC go up, you know, three or four bucks before in, in you know, either after market or, you know, pre-market sales. And then just as soon as the market opens, it drops back down to two or three dollars. So I waited to see what would happen when the market opened. And... The market opened, and I think it was at like 1930 or 1950 when the market opened. So, I I'm ready to make some money. That not necessarily. I, I mean, I don't know if I would have. If I would have. Say. So I tried to sell my stocks um, at the 1930 or 1950 or whatever it was, um, and it was like a hundred dollars and some change profit. And, you know, I could have, some people, even my wife said it, why, why, did, why wouldn't you just want to sit on it? And I'm like, I, I did. There's a part of me that really wanted to sit on it and, and see if it would go up more. But I was excited enough to make that profit that I could potentially turn back around and, you know, either reinvest all of it or invest part of it. And hopefully grow that that I was ready to sell right then so I initiated a sale or trade however you want to phrase it and it didn't go through no one was buying the stocks at the moment so I think point three I think my point three uh, my point three of a share sold so I made like five dollars and some change um, so I still have six shares in that um, but you know, I, of course, that like I said, that was before before we opened at my job. But it was after the market opened, so I had to. I, I kind of watched it off and on all day long, but I never really got a chance to pay a lot of attention to it, um, or even try to sell it again. So and and it was slowly dropping, not drastically dropping, like you know, a few cents here, a few cents here, eventually a dollar here, whatever. So, I, uh, I, um, held on to my six shares and just kind of waited to see what happened. And then today, um, I got a notification showing that trading had been, I, I, I guess you'd say restricted on it. I've been saying frozen for, for the simple fact of you can still trade your stock, like you can still sell it in these certain companies. I, like I said, I do it through Robinhood, and you can you can trade these stocks that you have in these certain companies through Robinhood still, as far as selling them. Um, but you can't buy anymore in certain companies because of what's going on. And so, all these people that are buying up these stocks and driving the price up, you know, against these hedge fund companies, it's affecting me now because. I know six shares and a hundred dollars is relatively minimal to some people, but it's affecting me now because now I, now people like me 
I guess, that are investing in these stocks through Robinhood can't buy or trade these. They, can, they can't buy these stocks to keep the price up at $19 or $20 or whatever. So now AMC has dropped back down. Um, the last time I checked, it was six something. Um, I'm going to check right now, as a matter of fact, just out of curiosity to see what it's at now. Um, I mean, my investing on Robinhood went from like a hundred and something dollars to, to $68. Uh, AMC is at $9.29 it, just now, it, and it's and it's dropping by the penny, really, um, at the moment. And it's been pretty low most of the day, and it kind of makes me sick to my stomach. And I, I, I guess that's part of investing, you know, it does that because it's, you know, the market goes up and down. But what bothers me about it is I can kind of see both sides, is, is what I should say. I can see the side that says that it's kind of, it's kind of cheating the system in a way, I guess, for you to get, you know, I don't, like I said, I'm not an expert, so I don't know the numbers that would affect it in mass, but let's just, let's keep the number relatively small. Let's say a thousand people. If you have a thousand people and you get them together and you're like, we're all, okay, so AMC stock is $1.50 right now. We're all going to go buy AMC stock and watch it soar. Okay, cool. So you got a thousand people, they buy AMC stock at $1.50 and it rises to, it starts to rise, you know, it's still kind of low, but other people see it, they start buying it, you know, and it, 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 it ends up being $20 a share. But you went online to get these thousand people to buy the stock that drove it up. You know, if people are buying it up, now you can sell it at $20 a share. And if you, you know, if you bought however many shares, you can make a good profit on it. You know, it's not a massive profit, it's, but it's a little profit. I, from what I understand and what I hear, some of these people that bought into GameStop made a crap ton of money when they sold their stocks once it was up. On one hand, I struggle with that because I am like that. That's manipulating the market. That's, you know, it's you're basically forcing the market to go up in a stock that you bought a bunch of shares in to to um, to make some money. And part of me part of me doesn't like that because like like I said, you're manipulating the market. But on the other hand, it makes me feel like that should be allowed because especially if you're especially if you're an investor that's doing it for you know on your own through Robinhood or whatever and you're doing you know relatively if you're like me and you're doing relatively small investments like I said I bought six shares in AMC if you're as you know small like that and you find a way to find a people like you that are you know buy a few shares and it drives the stock up and and you, you're able to sell it for a good price and make some money off of it. I understand, like, this went on Reddit, and it's, you know, it's probably millions of people that did it to drive the stock up, and I get that. But what's the real difference in that 
and me saying to my buddies, you know, I have, I have two friends that I know for sure that invest with Robinhood. So what's the difference in, in, I guess because it's not friends word of mouth, but what's the real difference when you get down to it? What's the real difference in me going on Reddit and spreading that? And, and I, I, I get it. I, these guys did it against their hedge fund and, and I'm just setting that aside and talking about the simple fact of feeling, trying to figure out if it's right or wrong for, for, for one, for these people to have driven this stock up and for another, for Robinhood to have, and, and other places from what I've seen, to have stopped people from buying those stocks on their platform because they're so volatile. And on one hand, with these people trading the way they did and driving the stock up and then and, and potentially reselling it and making a, a, a good chunk of money, I can see the good and bad of it. I can see the bad side of it to where, like I said, that's manipulating the market and it, it, and it almost feels wrong in that aspect because if you buy, you know, 100 shares in this stock at a dollar and, you know, you spent $100 and you get a thousand other people to do it and it jumps 300% and, you know, you make a ton of money off of it. You've kind of, if you found these people, you know, a bunch of people willing to do that, you've pretty much made a sure investment with your $100. And, you know, if you can find all these people willing to do that with you and help you make money and they make money, it, you're not really, I guess in my mind, you're kind of not playing the stock market because you're manipulating it. And that can be, I feel like that can be majorly used against you because I feel like a company can do that and they have more money to be able to throw around. You know, they can buy more shares of a, you know, a dollar stock, a 50 cent stock. And then if they can convince people, if they can convince people or other companies to buy it up and raise the price and they can, they can all sell it in a sense, it can be used against you. And I, and I understand it gets all muddled and it gets all rough with the finances because I understand it's a little different when it's, you know, an everyday person buying stock versus a business because a business can afford to pay, you know, $500 for a GameStop stock in order to pay it back when they have shorted it. I, I don't know what GameStop's price is. I'm just throwing that number out there. Um, so I can see where it would be used against you and I can see where it would be bad because if you, you know, if you got a hundred shares in a, in a dollar stock and then some business starts grabbing it all up, you know, because they're trying to raise their stock prices on, you know, because they own some and getting other people to grab it all up, you know, yeah, it's good for you. But what if you've, what if you have shorted this stock and now you're as, you're a regular person, you know, working with a finance company that has shorted this stock and now you got to buy back a share a hundred dollar share that you've paid 50 cents for like that can hurt you bad if you have enough shares so i can see how it backfire i guess is what i'm trying to say long way around to say it i can see it backfiring but on the other hand how is that any different than me going to two of my, my two buddies that trade on Robinhood, me going to them and being like hey you know amc stocks a dollar fifty here's why I feel like the market's going to go up, you know, when COVID's over, it might be worth getting into it and sitting on this for a while. And 
so they decide to pull up their app and they invest and they buy so many shares and then they tell their buddies and their buddies agree that it's a good thing and they buy so many shares and it may take you know weeks or months and it you know it may may be that because of that time span is different that it doesn't make the stocks go up as much but eventually if enough people are hearing about it and agreeing with our theory and buying if there's enough stock available and they're buying it it's going to drive up that stock too like i said from what i understand from my trading perspective from what i've done it will drive that stock up too and then you know when it gets high enough if if i want to sell it i can sell it and make a profit and you know my buddies can sell it and make a profit because we got it on the lowest level but in the end you know if i told two people and they told two people and they told two people and blah 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 blah, and it raised the stock up how is that much different other than the time frame and I guess the more people that you can reach that way and they're not friends of yours, how is that different than this person on Reddit saying, you know, I guess their reasoning is different, but saying, hey, you guys invest in GameStop stock and we'll make it go up. I can see how that could be used against the market. You know, I can see how potentially how a big business could could profit off of it. You know, an investment company could profit off of it doing things that way but I think it I think it in the long run from from my understanding of it it works better for a local investor or a small investor or you know someone that's investing on their own it works better to do things that way and you can you know make money off of it but I also see that the fact that it wreaks havoc on some of these companies and hurts some of these companies pretty bad um, if you've got it, but if you've got a multi-million-dollar company, you know, I feel like you should be able to handle it to a certain extent. Um, you know, I'm not wishing people to lose their jobs because companies shut down or anything like that. Don't take me wrong, but. Like I said, how is it much different from me telling a couple of friends to invest in a stock that I think is going to go up and then believing that it's going to go up in a good way? And so they invest and they tell a couple of their friends and they invest. And, and eventually, because we're telling all you know each other to invest, eventually we people invest enough, enough people invest to where it goes up and we all make money off of it because we sell it. I feel like that a... I feel like that's a great business plan on on a way to to make money investing in the stock market is to get a group a big group of people all investing in the same product or the same company to drive the stock up and then selling out of it. And like I said, maybe I don't understand the market well enough to grasp um, this concept because like I said, I've only been investing for a short time. But to me, based on the knowledge, what I know and what I've heard today and seen in the market and seen from what I understand of why it's shot up the way it has on these certain stocks, it seems to me like if you got a, a large enough group of people that are willing to go in with you and invest on something that's really low and drive the price way up, and then sell out of it and make money that way, it seems great. Now, for all I know, that could 
enough of that could make the stock market collapse and it could it could hurt things and like I said because I'm not an expert on it I'm just trying to sort out in my mind whether that's should be legal or illegal whether it's good or bad whether it's right or wrong whether it's shysty or not because as things sit right now it's affecting me because you know like I said I had a hard time selling my stocks the other day yesterday and now they're dropping again from when they were you know up 300% they're back down to I mean they're still way up from when I bought them you know like a six or seven dollar increase on each stock each share that I have so you know it's not bad I can still make a good little bit of money it's it's not the profit I could have made yesterday but I also can't if I feel like that these stocks are gonna go back up I can't buy more if I want to buy more at least not through Robinhood which is where I'm trying to invest and in, you know if things go well it saves me a little money that way I can't buy more if I want to buy more if I think it's gonna go up it also prohibits people like me that are investing or small investors or people even if you're a big investor and you're investing on your own through Robinhood it prevents you from getting in on and buying AMC stock or GameStop stock if if you're wanting to get in on this floor which also from like I said from my understanding prevents these stocks that I have now of mine from going up because it limits the way that people can invest if they've stopped investment through these companies and you can only invest through a finance company now all they have to do now is wait it out for the stock to go back down and drop back down and be back at a low because nobody's buying or selling or trading these stocks because they're waiting for the market to go back down to where it was you know to buy in so if no one's buying in the stock's not going to rise if no one's putting money into this company the stock's not going to rise and if you've taken away the ability of a small investor or, you know, I, I'm saying small investor in reference to myself because, like I said, I've got, you know, 10, 15, 20 bucks started investing that I'm trying to grow. So you're prohibiting small investors from buying, the, buying into these stocks and buying into this company, which, in my mind, is preventing the stock from rising because, like I said, if you're a big business and you're wanting to buy into AMC and you know that there's no private trading going on with, you know, with these new investment apps like this, then all you have to do is wait and watch the stock go back down. And I think that's part of the reason why it's happening is I think that the big Wall Street people and the governments and government and the... Um, finance companies and the not all of them but and the the these big investment bureaus are putting pressure on these small companies like this to to stop that from happening because it's it's digging into their business the fact that you know Nathan Flannery sitting on his iPhone can invest in some stock um can you know pull a few dollars from his bank account and put it on this app from his smartphone and invest in some stock and potentially make some money off of it I think scares the people that are professional traders because of what happened just now with 
GameStop and AMC and several other companies where people dumped a whole regular people. I assume, I assume regular people. From what I understand, that's what happened. A bunch of regular people dumped a bunch of money through these apps into these stocks and they shot up. And now these companies that, you know, were shorting them and had, you know, these companies that had this, all these stocks in them that were planning on making money when they went down and sell, you know, buying them back and making a profit off of this stuff has lost money because this could, because they shot up because normal people and regular people have the ability with very little money to invest in the mark in the stock market and make a little money. Like I said, I, I think I pulled $10 from my bank account and put it in here when I first started my account and got it all verified. I think I put $10 in here. You know, I bought two stocks and had one, had a free stock, sold it, made a little money. I think I made five or 10 bucks. And then the other, and then yesterday when I sold 0.3 of, you know, my 0.3 of a share of AMC, I made $5 and some change. So I've made maybe $20 max at the high estimation. I've made $20 off of investing in six months. So I'm not making a fortune. I'm not making a ton of money. And I say I made that, but I, I didn't even pull it out. I turned right back around and invested what I've, what I've got. Um, I think I have like $5 buying power, $5 and some change buying power right now because of the, the stock I sold yesterday on, on AMC. But my point is, I can see both sides of it because I can see from, I can see where it can possibly be turned around on us and come back to bite us. But I can also see if you're going to open up the market to where a private citizen can invest without a, without a investment company, without an, you know, I guess, I guess Robinhood's technically an investment company, but I can invest this little bit amount, a little bit of an amount you know, 10 bucks and make some money and, you know, 20 other people can do it right away from their smartphone and potentially drive a stock up. I think I can see the benefit of that because I can make money that way, but I can also see why it could be turned around and I can also see why it would scare people that do this for a living because if I can find a way myself to easily make money in the stock market, why would I go to a professional investor and pay them money? to do it for me. Does that make sense? And I'm, I, I by no means am I ever thinking that this is going to be perfect and I'm going to be an expert at it and I'm going to make a ton of money off of it. I, hopefully someday I will, I don't, but I don't know that. But is it wrong? The real question is, in my mind, for one, is, is this short trading thing wrong? Because like I said, it may be perfectly legit. It just seems kind of shysty to me. <clears throat> I can see both sides of it because I can see making money from it, but I can also see how it's, if, to me, it feels shady. And I don't know why specifically, but it does. But I can see the other side of the situation where these people getting together and buying a whole bunch of this GameStop sock and driving the price up and shutting down this hedge fund company because of it seems kind of shady and shysty to me too. But I can also see the benefit of that and how, yeah, that may be manipulating the market in a way, but I can also see how if it's a bunch of private citizens, how it's beneficial for them to make money that way. So I'm kind of honestly on the fence on whether 
it should be illegal. And I'm more leaning towards the fact that it shouldn't and I'm more leaning towards the fact that I'm extremely frustrated with Robinhood and these other investment apps limiting the way you can trade these stocks because it affects me as a small investor. I have six, six shares in AMC and I'm limited on what I can do with those shares or I can't buy more through them because it's been limited. That, I think, is definitely wrong. And I think that it, that in itself is shouldn't be happening because I should be able to, if I want to buy more AMC stock, I should be able to buy them. If me and a million people that I know or a million people that I connect with want to all buy it at a cheap price and then sell it high, we should be able to do it. Because what's the difference in, other than this person contacting all these, you know, posting this on Reddit and getting all these people together to do it, what's the difference if Reddit wasn't there and this person said, you know, today I think I'm going to buy, you know, 100 shares of this $1 AMC stock. And that same day, you know, a million other people, I guess it's unlikely, I guess that's a big difference, but a million other people decide that they have the same idea of AMC or GameStop and they want to invest in it now because they think it's going to go up. So they all invest in it and the market shoots up. So they, you know, some of some of them can sell off and make money. What? What's the difference? Other than, you know, I guess the probability of getting, you know, getting lucky and being able to invest in a Y stock that a bunch of people turn around and invest in later. Like I said, I guess it's manipulation in a way because you're you know that if that's going to be a good investment for you because you got all these other people invested. And otherwise, if you're, if you're not getting people to invest with you, then, and you invest in something, you're not sure about it. You know, the way I play, the way I have to play the market is I have to invest in something and, and hope it goes up because, you know, I don't know what's going to happen. I don't have a million people behind me that are going to turn around and invest on it and make me a bunch of money. I don't, I want to say that I don't think it's wrong because I think it's just a way to, to work the market in your favor. And I think that, you know, we live in a world of social media and a world of communication to where, you know, like I said, if, if I wanted to tell, if I had a million Facebook friends and I wanted to tell them all to download Robinhood and, you know, buy this $1 stock, I could. And, you know, maybe they do, maybe they don't. But how is that, other than the scale of it, how is it different than me telling two, my two buddies and then them telling their two buddies and blah, 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 and so on down the line? That's my views on why I think it's okay. But at the same time, like, like I've said a thousand times, it's stock, it, I feel like it's almost manipulation of the market, manipulation of the stock, so it makes it feel almost wrong to me. And I don't know if any of this makes any sense to anyone. I'm not even sure it makes sense to me because, like I said, I am absolutely no expert in any of this. And I've gone way longer than I thought I had. But I'm just, it affects me, so it's kind of on my mind because, like I said, I have these stocks and 
I'm limited on what I can do with them now. And I don't like that. It bothers me because, like I said, I seen AMC go up 300% yesterday. And, you know, if I think it's going to go up again and I decide I want to buy 10 more shares, even if I have to buy them at $9, which is more than what I paid for the original few, if I think it's going to go up again, I should be able to buy those at that price. But since I'm not doing it through an investment firm, since I'm doing it on my own through this Robinhood app, I can't do that because they've limited it. And I don't like that because I feel like that limits the way that your stocks can rise as well. Because if you're limiting the way you can buy them in that way, then you know that's cutting a lot of people off, which is potentially cutting a lot of a lot of your increase off in my mind so i think that robin hood is wrong for restricting it the way they have and i'm on the fence about the way that this person got a bunch of people together on reddit to buy into this gamestop stock and these other stocks to affect these hedge funds I don't like necessarily like the fact that they attack these hedge funds that way. Um, I don't like the I don't necessarily like the fact that they, from what I understand, they did it because of these hedge funds doing what they did. Um, that kind of rubs me the wrong way. But you know, like I said, if I want to get a million people together and we all want to invest in a cheap stock and and so it goes up and then we can sell it, you know, if somebody will buy it, if we can sell it at a decent price and make a profit, you know, I almost ask what's wrong with that. To me, that's smart business, you know, that's buying high and selling low. And, you know, if you want to, if you can do anything, not illegally, but if you can do word of mouth to raise that stock price, why wouldn't you? You know, if, if, if you can raise the stock price by sending people to this place, why wouldn't you? Why wouldn't I sit here and encourage you to go to AMC theaters because they're the best theater ever? If that raises my stock price, like what's the difference, really? Other than the mass scale of it. So let me pose that question to you. If you, you know, if you hear this and you have an opinion on it, then then let me know. You know, you can find me on Facebook. Um, uh, quad, I have a Facebook page called Quad D20. Um, you can you can leave me a message on this podcast. Um, I'll post up the the link for leaving a voice message on it, and you know I can potentially post your voice message on the next episode as a response to what's going on. Um, I would definitely like to hear from some people and find out what they think about this, and find out if you know if if one I'm don't understand at all what I'm talking about, which I probably don't. Two, I'm completely crazy and, you know, this, and I shouldn't feel the way I feel about it being right or wrong. You know, if I'm, if I'm, don't understand it, then educate me. And you know more than educate me. I would really much appreciate it because I'm trying to learn what I can about it so I can make some money on, on investments and investing Um, But I'm going to go ahead and hop off. I've gone way longer on talking about stocks than I ever thought I would. I thought this would be a a few minutes here and then we'd jump into the Naruto stuff because, and I planned on doing that because I didn't think I would talk very long about stocks. 
but I guess because it affects me, I'm pretty passionate about it and trying to work through it and understand it. And, you know, this may have been a very rambly episode, but I, uh, that's why I'm doing this is because I want to be able to have a medium to talk through what I'm thinking and, and get it out in the open and, and, you know, even if no one else ever hears it, I can go, go back and listen to it and hear my own thoughts about it and, and maybe get some clarity on it through hearing myself talk about it. Um, I guess we'll save the Naruto stuff either for next week or for another episode. Um, maybe we'll, maybe I'll throw in another episode this week. I don't know. I've got some stuff I need to work on on Saturday and I've got some stuff that I'm trying to get my computer and my office set back up um, and get get my get my setup back up so I can record some stuff at home. Maybe I'll get that done Saturday and make an actual at home episode Saturday about all that. But regardless of what happens for the rest of the week and for another episode, you've got this one and again, I'm Nathan Quad D20 and I appreciate everyone listening and I hope that this wasn't too rambly and too over everyone's head in the sense that either in the sense of I'm not being clear or in the sense that I don't know what I'm talking about, you know, one of those two. I hope it I hope there is some clarity in here somewhere or at least at the very least it makes you think about what's going on in a way that intrigues you. Maybe you can understand it more or maybe you maybe you decide to get into it and start investing and maybe you can make some money off of it. Either way, I've been Nathan Quad D20. Um, with Dimension 119. Appreciate everyone sticking around. If you know if you made it this far, I really do appreciate it. Um, if you enjoy it, enjoy listening to me ramble and enjoy listening to me talk, let me know and you know, maybe tell your friends. I'm trying to relatively organically grow this. Uh, you know, if it grows, it grows. If it doesn't, it doesn't. It's you know, I maybe I just have a medium to get my thoughts out to myself. Um, I think that's it for today, and I appreciate, like I said, I appreciate all of you, all of you that listen, that listen now, may listen into the future, you know, or maybe, maybe you're listening from the past, maybe you're from the past and you've time traveled to the future and found this podcast, who knows, I've been Nathan again uh, for a third time, Quad D20 with Dimension 119, signing off, hope you all have a great day, we'll see you in another dimension.